What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Wednesday, January 8th. Hopefully, all you guys are having a great week up until this point. Hopefully, you guys are all grinding, striving to reach your goals, continuing to push forward, you know, canceling out all the BS, continue not to over-dramatize the little things in your life, count your blessings, stay strong, keep pushing, and if you have any problems, man, talk to somebody, talk to your loved ones, tell your loved ones that you love them because that's important, you never know when your last day on this earth is, will be with them or when their last day on this earth is, so just always be mindful of everything, but again, I hope all you guys are doing good, but today, man, I gotta talk about some SEC basketball, so last night, down in Athens, Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs hosted the Kentucky Wildcats in SEC play. Going into this game, both teams had a record of 10-3, and but Kentucky got the win. They are currently 14th right now um, in the AP Top 25 poll. The Wildcats are, but Kentucky got the win, like I just stated. They won by a score of 78-69, to so Kentucky improved with a record of 11-3, and and Georgia fell to a record of 10-4. and um, But going into the box score real quick, and then we'll talk about the game. So, for Georgia, Rayshon Hammonds had nine points, four rebounds. Tunami Kamara had five points, six rebounds, and one block. Anthony Edwards had 23 points, two assists, and five rebounds. Tyree Crump had five points and four rebounds. Donnell Gresham Jr. had one assist and three rebounds. Christian Brown added four points, one rebound, and one steal. Rodney Howard added one assist and two rebounds. Xavier Wheeler had eight points, three assists, one rebound, and three steals. Jordan Harris scored 10 points, three assists, six rebounds, three steals, and one block. And Ty Fagan had five points, one assist, one rebound, and one steal. For the Wildcats of Kentucky, Nick Richards scored 17 points and seven rebounds. EJ Montgomery had two points, two assists, and six rebounds. Keon Brooks Jr. scored six points and one rebound. Tyrese Maxey had a really good night. We'll talk about that in a second. Scoring 17 points, eight assists, seven rebounds, one steal, and four blocks. Ashton Higgins had 13 points, five assists, two rebounds, four steals, and one block. Nate Sestina added eight points, one assist, and seven rebounds. And Emmanuel Quigley had 15 points, two assists, five rebounds, and two steals. So, first and foremost, before I actually get into the game, I've already talked about Georgia on this podcast already. Of course, they have Anthony Edwards, but I did not realize how young and inexperienced this team is. They currently play five freshmen, and I know it sounds crazy because Kentucky plays a whole bunch of freshmen year in and year out, but Kentucky does have a few veteran players that do a lot of good things for them. But I had to take a step back and realize how young Georgia was, and it definitely showed last night in this game. So that's why, um, honestly, it's probably the reason they ended up losing this game last night, but the beginning of the game started out pretty interesting. The act, the atmosphere at Georgia was actually really well, too. Trey Young was at the game. Quavo was at the game. Georgia's head football coach, Kirby Smart, was at the game. Of course, ESPN had the game as a nationally televised game. So the hype was there. The crowds was full. It was Anthony Edwards versus Kentucky. If you didn't know, before Anthony Edwards actually committed to uh, Georgia, excuse me, he was actually considering going to Kentucky. But of course, ultimately, he ended up choosing the Bulldogs and staying in his home state. But so 
Speaking of Anthony Edwards, he actually came out and scored, I believe, the first five points. He had a nice little mid-range jumper, and he had a three. He was cooking early. I think he finished the first half with, like, I want to say, like, 11 points, 12 points. He's just an overall bucket getter. He's going to be a top three pick in the NBA draft, this upcoming draft. He's the real deal, and it's only showing every single game that he plays in a Georgia Bulldog uniform. 6'5", with a big frame, big shoulders. He's strong as I don't know what. He can finish through contact. He can shoot it really well. Uh, deep ball, whatever. He, he can get to it. Um, and it showed last night. He was definitely being effective. My thing with Kentucky, though, because Kentucky did not play a good half at all. Like, Kentucky's first half in this game was very, very bad. They were being kind of loose with the ball. Their defense wasn't aggressive as I've been seeing out of them this, this year. I've seen them play quite a few games, but their defense has been up and down. But when their defense is locked in, like how it was last night for 20 minutes in the second half, it's really good. But in the first half, it was kind of just lackadaisical. They were just letting Georgia do whatever they wanted. Um, they start out the game actually having Tyrese Maxey guarding Anthony Edwards, but they switched that matchup a couple different times throughout the night. At a point, they had Emmanuel quickly guarding them. They actually Higgins guarding them for a little bit, but most of the time, it was Tyrese Maxey guarding Anthony Edwards. But regardless, so even though Kentucky did not play a really good first half, I believe they only scored 31 points, which isn't bad. Don't get it twisted. But they could have scored more. And I'm going to tell you guys why. Because they left, first of all, I was nervous for Kentucky. And, I'm of course, I'm an unbiased fan watching this game. But when you're on the road, I always stress this. When you're on the road playing against a team in a true road game, you must hit your free throws. And Kentucky was not hitting their free throws last night. They shot 10 of 20 from the free throw line, 50%, and still managed to win this game. So that's a testament to how good this Cats team really is. So that's really what happened. Tyrese Maxey, who's probably their best free throw shooter, shooter excuse me, missed a free throw, or a couple free throws, actually, I think. Ashton Hagens missed a few free throws. Nick Richards missed a few free throws. So it was an up and down first half for him. But the thing that really hurt them the most was actually that Nick Richards picked up two fouls early. And Nick Richards, if you guys don't know, if you don't watch Kentucky like that, he's actually their anchor when it comes to defense. Like, Nick Richards isn't that type of guy that you're going to give it to in the post and he's going to get you a bucket or, you know, he's actually gotten better with shooting the mid-range, but he's most important on the defensive end for the Cats. When he's in the game, their defense goes from mediocre to really good because he's a shot blocker. And not only that, he's just an overall rim protector. Like, he's really good at securing boards. And that was the difference. Like, Georgia had him in foul trouble. They got – Kentucky got him and put him out the game. Coach Calipari put him on the bench for, like – I think he only played seven minutes, they said, in the first half. And you can tell this, the change that Kentucky went through when he was on the bench. And Georgia took advantage. Like, give a lot of credit. A dude that played really well for Georgia last night was Jordan Harris. He had a couple of really big-time dunks in the first half. He had a nice little mid-range pull-up in the second half. He, he played some really good minutes for him. But I'd say the best player for them in that first half was, of course, Anthony Edwards. He was just on fire. He was kind of cooled down for a little bit in that first half, but he was, for the most part, getting to his spots whenever he wanted to. Like, he had a play where um, pretty much he just broke down um, – who was that? I forget who was guarding him. Somebody was guarding him, and he just pulled up. But that was another thing, too. He pulled up and hit the shot. But another thing, too, he was settling for shots. We're going to get into that in a second, though. But with Kentucky having EJ Montgomery, I mean, excuse me, not EJ Montgomery, Nick Richards out of the game, they needed somebody else to step up. The MVP for Kentucky last night in the first half, at least, was Nasa Steenan because 
Kentucky had a clear size mismatch on Georgia's team. Like, Georgia is a small team. They don't have a true big man like that. Like, I think their biggest player is between Rayshon Hammonds or Toonami um, Kamara or even Rodney Howard. I think both, all those guys are like 6'8", 6'9". I don't think they have a guy that's taller than 6'10". Like, I don't think so. Kentucky has, like, I think they have Nick Rich is probably their tallest guy. He's about 6'11". So they had a clear size advantage in Georgia's a really small team. Again, the, the, the height mismatch and the size and the length was obvious. And Georgia get a, did a really good job when it comes to containing that. Like, they made Kentucky very uncomfortable in the post. Like, it was a possession where, in the first half, Emmanuel quickly had the ball on the left wing. And literally, EJ Montgomery and Nick Richards were posting each other, were posting up defenders on the same side of the court. I had never seen that before in my life. On a, And I've watched thousands of basketball games they literally had two different players for Kentucky posting up in the exact same area it was crazy I don't know why it happened but it happened and it ended up resulting in a Nick Richards offensive foul he ended up having to go to the bench of course as I stated and that was the thing like Kentucky's bigs did not know how to handle the smaller size of Georgia like they felt it was like they were almost uncomfortable in that position like it's almost like they wanted to face another big guy and you got to give credit to Georgia's defense they played really good and again they finished out that first half on a really really good run they had an Anthony Edwards dunk and the thing that I think really sparked Kentucky is Ashton Higgins hit a big time bucket at the end of the first half he came down pretty much full court pulled up like right between the three-point line in the mid-range and hit it and I believe the halftime score was 31 to 37 Georgia and another thing too Anthony Edwards after he got that dunk to end the first half and Ashton Higgins made the shot he was kind of celebrating a little too hard like he was pounding his chest he was you know telling the crowd to stand up and I don't really mind that but at the same time, you, you have to understand, it's a whole other 20 minutes left in this game. If you think Kentucky's just going to bow out and give up, then you're clearly wrong. And I know Anthony Edwards probably really wanted to win this game and prove his doubters wrong because, of course, you're playing Kentucky. They're going to come in with all the hype. They're the 14th-ranked team in the nation. You want to beat them, but you can't be pounding your chest at halftime. You still have another long 20 minutes to go, and that's exactly what happened. Georgia played some of their best basketball in that first half. Like, they had they had production from pretty much everybody. Even though Rayshon Hammonds, he was shooting a lot of shots that I wouldn't want him to take if I was Coach Cream. He still played pretty solid. i say another player that played well for them was Tumani Kamara, who played really good for them. He was rebounding pretty hard. And that was another thing, too. Kentucky pretty much out-hustled Georgia for the entire 40 minutes. Even though Georgia had the lead at halftime, Kentucky was getting all the loose balls. They were hustling to everything. Like they were getting all the rebounds. They were getting they got a lot of second chance opportunities. They were just dominant on the glass, to be honest with you. Even though UK only out-rebounded Georgia by four, which sounds crazy because you know, Georgia did kind of lock in towards the end of the first half when it comes to rebounding, but in the second half and for the you know first first half of the of the or the first half of the first half, shall I say, so the first 10 minutes of the game, Kentucky just had the boards on lock. But going into the second half. The, the the switch completely flipped for Kentucky. Like, they went from Nick Richards being on the bench to Nick Richards pretty much almost played the entire second half. And it was a clear difference. Again, Nick Richards is the anchor defensively for Kentucky. But not only that, he gave them some really good offensive possessions. Um, late in the game, when the game was pretty much almost over, Tyrese Maxey threw him a nice lob pass that he finished. That was pretty much the game sealer. But... Still, though, they look like an entirely different team. The thing that I noticed that was very, very better for Kentucky in the second half was the ball movement. Like, they, 
I hadn't seen them. I watched a couple Kentucky games this year. Of course, when my Spartans played them in the first game of the year at the Champions Classic, I watched them play a couple of times. Um, I watched a little bit of the Missouri game. I watched the Oregon, or not the Oregon game, excuse me, the Utah game, um, but the Ohio State game. But in that second half last night versus Georgia, that was probably the best half that they've had when it comes to moving the ball. They got a lot of good shots off ball movement, and that's just that, like, of course, they had the size advantage, so it was a play where I forget who had the ball, but he threw the ball into the post to Nasestina, and Nasestina had Xavier Wheeler guarding him, who's, who's like, I don't even think Xavier Wheeler's even six feet yet, and Nasestina is about six, seven, six, eight-ish. He caught the ball. Georgia kind of rotated over towards Nasestina for a double team. Nasestina made a quick look diagonally to the other side of the wing, and again, he was in the post. He threw the ball as fast as he could to Emmanuel quickly, quickly was shot ready, hit the three-point jumper, and it was just good basketball. Like, they just played really, really good basketball. And honestly, the second half, it was all, offensively at least, it was all Tyrese Maxey. He had a few different plays, man. And I'm, I'm going to tell you all this right now. When I was watching Tyrese Maxey in high school, he went to South Garland High School in Garland, Texas, which is, you know, right in the Dallas area. I knew he was going to be a pro, and he's shown it every single game that he's playing with Kentucky. He's had a couple up and down, but of course he started off the season giving my Spartans, what, 26 points, I think, in Madison Square Garden. He's the truth, and I'm going to keep saying that. He is the truth. I, I know he's going to be a one and done. He's going to be a lottery pick. I've been knowing that even before he put on a Kentucky jersey, and he just completely showed that last night. And I think they said it was a lot of NBA scouts there at that game last night due to the fact that obviously Anthony Edwards was in the game. Of course, Tyrese Maxey and a couple other players from Kentucky but it was a Tyrese Maxey show again. Like he had a, a move where he got he got the ball, took it full court. Rayshon Hammonds was, was trying to guard him. He he blows by him. Rayshon Hammonds tries to you know get the steal by poking it out from behind him. He doesn't get it. Tyrese Maxey does an up and under from one side of the glass to the other side of the glass. He gets hit in the head and he still makes the bucket with the up and under reverse layup. And I'm just like, okay, they have no option of guarding this dude. And it was another play that really impressed me was he pretty much, he missed the free, he missed his free throws. I think he missed two free, he might've missed one free throw or two free throws, but he missed it. They go back on defense. They get a stop. They come back in transition. And I forget who throws him the pass, but he catches it on the left wing, right in front of his Kentucky bench, right in front of coach Calipari and it hits a three. And that impressed me a lot because one of the most important things in basketball Two things is being able to keep your confidence and keeping that, you know, I got to keep shooting no matter how many shots I'm missing because Tyrese Maxey is three important players for Kentucky. It's Tyrese Maxey who's going to get them buckets offensively. He's their main go-to scorer right now this year for this team. Of course, I've been saying Nick Richards, who's their defensive anchor. And the last one is Ashton Higgins. And we'll talk about that in a second, why he's that. But that play from Tyrese Maxey when he caught that ball on the left wing in front of his teammates bench and hit that shot was important because I just felt like it was a big time spark for Kentucky and honestly they just didn't look back like even though Anthony Edwards had a little bit of a streak in that second half they pretty much did a good job containing him and another thing Georgia's offense went absolutely stagnant in that second half like they took Anthony Edwards probably out for I want to say for about five to six minutes which I felt like was kind of too long for a player of that caliber but forgetting that their offense was just bad. They didn't run a lot of sets. They were kind of just freelancing. Like, aside from Xavier Wheeler and Anthony Edwards, those are the only two players on this Georgia Bulldog team that can really create their own buckets for themselves. Like, Xavier Wheeler is really good. As small as he is, he made a couple big-time plays getting through the lane and finishing in traffic as small as he is. But you got to get – they have shooters on this team, and you got to get them involved more. Like, Tyree Crump, Ty Fagan, they need to get jump shots. And the jump shots that they did get last night – 
were contested shots at the end of the shot clock and didn't really result in anything. And you can't have that when you're playing a top-ranked team like Kentucky. You have to get good shots. You have to get your sets in. And you got to give credit to Kentucky's defense, too, because they were disruptive. They were playing the passing lanes. But the MVP for this team is Ashton Hagens for Kentucky. Ashton Hagens is the real deal. He made a few big-time winning plays. Like It was a play. It was a couple of plays. I'm going to break down two plays to y'all. Pretty much, Kentucky had a turnover, and Georgia had the ball two-on-one fast break, and the one player on defense was Ashton Higgins. Georgia's players were going two-on-one again. They were bringing up the ball probably about half court. The player with the ball tries to throw the ball to the other side of the court to get the break started. Ashton Higgins steals it and gets the ball. Easy bucket for Kentucky. Another play, I think it was off another Kentucky turnover. Ashton Higgins was one-on-one defensive by his, by his own, he was by his lonely playing defense under Georgia's basket. Dude is coming. I forget who had the. I want to say it was either Ty. I think it was Ty Fagan had the ball coming at uh, Ashton Hagen's full speed. He's playing great defense. He keeps his hands up. He gets in the right position. It could have been called a charge. Regardless, he gets his hands in there. And this dude is just such an elite defender. It's a reason I believe he was SEC Defensive Player of the Year last year as a true freshman. He has instincts that I have not seen in a very long time, and it might be the reason why he has a nice, illustrious, and long NBA career because the instincts that he has, you just can't teach. You're literally just born with that. And when you have a player like that that's super disruptive like that, it changes the the schemes of your defense because you can literally just tell Ashton Higgins to just go guard anybody, and he's going to make um, – and he's going to be a pest. And that's literally what happened. Like, he's just so active. And I like him. Like, actually, I'm not a big fan of him offensively because Georgia was forcing him to shoot the ball last night. And he didn't really hit his shots. But the couple shots that he did have, he took them. And, of course, he's always going to be a menace defensively. And he just makes winning plays. He is the difference between Kentucky winning and losing games, I promise you. And it does not come down to his offense. It's always going to come down to his defense because Kentucky has enough offensively where they don't need to rely on Ashton Higgins. But if he is hitting his shots, it's nice for them. But the main thing for Ashton Higgins, he just has to be a pest on defense. And he was dealing with the ankle injury that he suffered in their last game versus Missouri a couple of days ago. And, you know, he came, he played in his hometown. He was actually committed to Georgia in high school. He decommitted when Mark Fox was fired. And, you know, the Georgia Bulldog fans were booing him. I don't know why, but I guess, you know, just because he decommitted. But regardless, he played a really good game. And again, this is probably the most balanced game that I've seen from Kentucky. It's always around this time of the year where the good teams start to really show how good they are. Like, Kentucky's playing really well right now. My Spartan Dogs and Michigan State's playing really well right now. And it's a few other teams right now that are really picking it up at the start of conference play. And I do expect Kentucky to win the SEC, even though Mike White and those Gators are playing really good right now, too. But getting back to this game, um, some team stats that really show me a lot in this game. Even though Kentucky shot 50% from the free throw line, they also shot 50% overall from the field. They shot 31 of 62 overall. That's really, really good. When you shoot 50% as an entire team, that's the ultimate remedy of success. And honestly, it's not going to happen that much. Like it's a rare occurrence for any team to shoot 50% as a whole. But the fact that Kentucky did it in a true road environment for most of their freshmen is really impressive. So that was a good thing. And again, I already stated Kentucky, as big as they are, they only out-rebounded Georgia by four, 40 to 36. So that's pretty good for them too. But again, nice win for the Wildcats. They, they improve. I believe on Saturday, their next game is versus Alabama. They're going to have to run into Kira Lewis and the Crimson Tide. 
Um, so that should be a good game. But again, the final score ended up being Georgia 69, number 14th ranked Kentucky 78. The Bulldogs fall to 10 and 4. Kentucky improves to 11 and 3. And I do expect this Wildcats team to win another SEC champ regular season championship, even though they lost last year to Tennessee, I believe. But I do think they'll win it this year because SEC is not as good as it was last year. But regardless, good win for the Cats. Keep improving. I like this team. I'm always gonna be a, I'm always gonna be a fan of Kentucky just due to the fact that they always get the pro players before the pro players hit the NBA. And that's why I like to talk about Kentucky. And of course, Anthony Edwards had a really good game, even though he went cold at the end of the game. But as always, there's been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops podcast. Shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. I am featured on their podcast network, but they have a, a lot of really other great podcasts. Go check them out at Nuts and Bolts Sports. I also do their college basketball blog, but they have a lot of other really great bloggers when it comes to the NFL, the NBA, whatever you want. Sports-wise, Nuts and Bolts Sports has it. Go check them out on Twitter or whatever. Go check them out. Nuts and Bolts Sports, they got everything for your sports needs. Go check them out ASAP. No, Rocky. But again, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things. And if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. That is how we share and expand the podcast. But I appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of your week. Continue to grind. Strive for all your goals. Do not give up because you just don't know how close you are to breaking through. And just keep going, man. And one last thing, too. I am praying hard for all of our soldiers these days, man. This, this stuff with Iraq is going is crazy right now. Or Iraq or Iran, forgive me for not knowing the difference, but it's going crazy right now. But regardless, again, sending blessings, love, and prayers to everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Peace, love, and blessings gone.